There it is. <laughs> All right, but moving on. Did the microphone kick me I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my Ready, Alex? are horrible people. <laughs> yes, Cam had a very bad game. Woo! That on tape? Should <laughs> I have been recording? <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning to. <laughs> Big time Timmy Jim Crystal, Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Welcome to Late Night Shots. This is actually special episode 100 slash 6, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Brad, Alex, and special guest, Teddy. Teddy and the Jags. What up? Here Teddy! Teddy! Teddy and the Jags! Sweet music. <laughs> Can you guys guess what division we're doing now? Baseball. Well, I mean, the title <laughs> says AFC North, so I hope. Also, the one the Celtics are in? <laughs> AFC South. <laughs> Um, also, it's the only one left. This is true. We saved the division that we were going to have the biggest argument about, and then Landa decided not to show up. Yeah, rightfully so. Because he was afraid. He was scared. Yeah, you're yeller. Definitely could never call Landon Bone Crusher, because he is very scared. <laughs> nice reference to, Thank like, you. 1998. <laughs> no, that's, like, 2002. It was in a Madden. Back in like the early mid two thousands, you know what's weird? I had that CD. That doesn't surprise me. I think <laughs> I had a CD. Too. It was just that song on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't imagine just like sixty five minutes of that song. Actually, yeah, I can. Yeah, no, um, that's it was just a loop. Yeah. All right, so we'll be talking about the AFC South tonight. Wait, we're not just gonna go in depth on Bone Crusher? <laughs> nope. Um, I'm gonna start off with a mulligan brought to you by Homestead. And it is Patrick Chung, because, oh man. Smart guys. This is not Smart the guys. 80s anymore. It's just the Patriot way. It used to be like the giant way with LT. Yeah. You know that was going down. Uh, it was not even hidden that that was going down. That and some underageness and whatnot. But oh, I, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, there, there was a lot of stuff How old? going uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. Move on, move on. We're not nope. older than Vinoy Overton's preference. It has been a while since you brought a Vinoy Overton. <laughs> I'm surprised you went that many episodes. That's impressive. It's been what, like ten? Vinoy Overton was like the original Bartolo Cologne joke. Oh, it was like man. he was on 15 episodes in a row. I can start bringing up Vinoy Overton more often. So Patrick Chung was <laughs> indicted on cocaine charges. Um, it was. Did I just cheers myself? I think you did. That was impressive. Yeah. Woo! You're That's like, cocaine charges. Cheers. Mar- <laughs> definitely a Mariota fan. Uh, we got to fight now. <laughs> Not yet. Let's wait. Let's wait. Uh, Chung can. was indicted two weeks ago on cocaine possession. Um, it occurred two, three months ago, looks like. Yeah, June 25th. Yeah, so two months ago. Um, he has an arraignment scheduled. Doesn't have an attorney. Like a millionaire, it seems like they would want to have an attorney. Nope. Yeah, well, although Bartolo Colon did choose to represent himself. Yeah, with multiple families. Yeah. Um, so Chung's been with the Patriots for... Chung's been with the... Or he's been in the league for 10 years. All of them with the Patriots, right? No. He left, he? he left free agency in 2012 and signed with the Eagles, spent a year there, returned to New England in 2014. Oh, okay, so I just don't remember the Eagles year. Yes. Uh, probably wasn't memorable. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. Well, I doubt that it was memorable. I agree with the not memorable. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it sounds like he's going Bourbon. to be able to keep playing. Um, for once, the NFL is actually going with what the U.S. justice system does, and he's innocent until proven guilty. That should be their policy all the time, is let the legal system run its course, then render yep. a decision. Unless there's video of you kicking someone in a hotel lobby or throwing a left hook, then I can understand the suspension. Ethan Hawke? What about an elevator? That's why I said left hook. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Um. Yeah, because I mean, technically, if he's found not guilty, can they really do anything? 
They can because there is conduct policies that don't have to do with you breaking the law. Okay. It's conduct detrimental. So you're not allowed to have cocaine when you're in an NFL (laughs) He's just going to hire Tyreek Hill's lawyer, and then he won't get in trouble. Oh, there you go. That's definitely not detrimental. Um, What's funny is a Patriots player was indicted for cocaine possession, and that's like the fourth worst thing a Patriots player has done in the last or employee or player has done in the last couple of years? Eh. What are the, what are the top three? I'm well, sure Tom Brady's in there somewhere. <laughs> Robert Kraft takes the cake. Uh, oh, you I, show me uh, a billionaire. I already forgot about that. I was Whoa. thinking Aaron Hernandez. You show me a billionaire who has yeah, never I, gotten a rub and tug. Yeah, I don't even think that's that bad, really. Aaron Hernandez? <laughs> that had nothing to do years. with football, and that was... My years blend together. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Aaron Hernandez was like almost ten years. No, five what? years ago. Yeah, What's the place in Bellingham called? Rub and the tug? Rub and Tug. <laughs> no, it's like the Rub Hub or something. It's a massage parlor. Yeah, Rub and Tug. Is it? It's not Rub and Tug. <laughs> no, but it's something like super. Oh, can we get them as a sponsor? <laughs> the Rub and Tug. Today's I, oily session is about. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Late night shots brought to you by the Rub and Tug. <laughs> You started Late this. Night, multiple shots. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, this mulligan, who just for everybody involved... I'm sorry, Mick, we did it to you two weeks in a row. Brought to you by Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. You it's not brought to us by the rub and tug? <laughs> this mulligan is brought to you by Homestead in Linden, Washington. Mentioned dis or I was wondering. I was wondering before the episode. Screw up the screw up the read. You know we get paid for this, right? I'd gone so many weeks without saying displaced fans, and I finally started to do it. Think there's a handicap at the rug and tuck? tuck? (laughs) Three, two, one. This week's mulligan is brought to you by Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. I mentioned late night shots before you're round for a free small bag of range balls. Uh, hopefully you were able to take advantage of Strixon Demo Day. It was August twenty seventh, and you can still head in there for shoe month. All month, where all shoes are 30% off while supplies last. And August 29th is a wedge scoring clinic where you can get a new wedge along with a lesson for signing up. So make sure to call the pro shop. So head to Homestead for all your golfing needs. Don't wink. That's right. So AFC South this week. I'll give Alex a minute because he's over there crying. No, I've been having eye trouble all day. Leave me alone. Sure you have. No, he's been having manlyhood problems all day. <laughs> so pre, just, pre-winter allergies. Yes. Um, My doctor says yes, they are allergies. That's <laughs> true. All right, so AFC South, Landon's not here, so he has the Titans going 15-1. and one. <laughs> um, Jeez. Not really. Yeah, I got a bone to pick with Landon. So... Brad, do you want to start with the Titans or finish with the Titans? Oh, I'll finish on the Titans. Do you want to start with the Titans or finish with... I said I wanted to finish on the Titans. That is grammatically correct. Grammatically. (laughs) Yeah. Martin, (laughs) grammatically. (laughs) All right, so the Colts. And this is one where Vegas had them when we put this all together at nine and a half wins. And I'm pretty sure if you went and made a bet now, the Colts are not at nine and a half wins. Nope. Because Andrew Luck hasn't been able to play football really since April. So the weird thing is, I had them just under. I had them at nine wins prior to hearing all of the Andrew Luck news. Um, It's kind of a mixed bag because I had this same idea last year. I was like, he hasn't even thrown a football farther than 10 yards in two seasons. And then they surged for... Yeah, and then they, they won games. like 10 games in a row. Yeah. Well, Wright came in and he did the right thing. <laughs> Knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Teddy starts talking about a team that's not his in the division. Everything falls apart. If it's easier, you can just take the mic out of the thing and hold it by the blue part. This works. All right. Um, um, yeah, Wright so. set it up correctly where he was only throwing short pass, passes for like a month, two months. Yeah. So it's like before well, he even had to his shoulder it into it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Leave him. Yeah, don't, don't believe who? They're pulling a Belichick Everyone. and they're lying about their they're injuries. <laughs> they're going to go bet on him now. Well, this is... Landon said something today where... Landon says a lot of things. No, I actually agree with this where, like, I would like to think they're trying to be smart and trick people and he's going to be fine week one. The owner, the GM, and Luck are all saying it's different injuries. 
and they're not going to play Jacoby Brissett anymore this preseason because they're worried about him getting hurt. In their defense, um, Jim Mercer was drunk when he said that. Speaking of drinking, <laughs> overflow taps. <laughs> nice transition. Yeah, good segue. Overflow taps has partnered with us to bring us some beer during the episode. Um, the one we are drinking tonight is Tripleberry Clouds IPA from Skookum Brewery down in Arlington. It's a double oat IPA brewed with lactose and vanilla, finished on raspberries, black. If you guys like IPA or berry beer, it's kind of a good mix, and it definitely does not taste like 8%. Um, I'm, I, I'm just trying to talk about it. the strangest sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's not the strangest sentence I've heard in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, this beer is brought to you by Overflow. I'm with Teddy. That was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, make sure to check out Overflow Taps Craft Beer Experience podcast on your favorite station. And then if you send them a message on your favorite form of social media, you get entered into a drawing for some football swag at the end of the football season. Just mention late night shots when you do it. Um, and when you go there, every 25 cents out of every pint you buy is donated to build wells in Africa. So make sure to check out Overflow Taps on Facebook and Twitter. For the record, as weird as that description of the beer sounds, it is actually really good. Yeah. Um, and I would be careful while drinking this beer because it does not taste like an 8% beer. No, it does not. <laughs> it's good, though. I like it. It's smooth. Yeah. I thought you, Jim Ursay, would like it. It is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, For so, the record, when I'm talking about alcohol, dangerous is a good thing. All right. Just to clear that up. So, I'm guessing I'm not the only one who would like to change their prediction on the Colts. Or are you guys um, still confident with what so you have? I'm fine with it. I'm really? confident in that I had them under, but if there's even questions about Andrew Luck, um, I think I would take at least a couple games off. I may move them down to seven wins. Now... Based on them starting one and five last season and then winning like ten straight. That's the thing. Was what if he comes back after game four? You know, I mean, he's healthy. Yeah. So I mean, you never know. Um. So it's kind of a weird one. It is. If Andrew Luck was a hundred percent healthy all season, there they could be a 12, 13 wins well, like, win go, go back team. To old Andrew Luck days. If Andrew Luck doesn't play at all, they could be a two win team. Yep. So. I don't think two win that. <laughs> this isn't a Peyton Manning Curtis Painter thing. Well, what were they in I'm uh, just 2017 saying, when Brissett? I think it was five. Brissett was actually decent. Uh, Brissett was okay. He just took a lot of sacks, but um, the team was not very good because no, that was when they still. It was ended up basically Brissett and Ty yeah, Hill. No either. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it ended up being great for them because they got the yeah. third pick, which they traded back to the sixth, got two extra seconds, yeah. and the best player in the first round, yeah. and. The best player in the second round? Yeah. Uh, what's the linebacker's name? Darius Leonard. Yeah. Darius Leonard and Quentin, Quentin Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. yeah. Which, who a lot of people said, including I think almost everyone at this table, said he was the best player in the draft. Yeah. Um, um, Teddy, you mentioned like letting him sit out till week four or something. Yeah. Uh, their bye is week six. So you could so. give him five weeks off, hope you go... Two, two and three, and three. yeah. yeah if which doesn't. That's good. That's good. Going which is Andrew. better oh, no, than they sorry, did to start off seven. last no. year. Yeah. yeah, I like it. But it's kind of tough. I'm rooting for it. You uh, go Chargers, <laughs> Titans, Falcons, Raiders, Chiefs. So two and three without Andrew Luck would be that'd be pretty generous. impressive. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I would like Falcons, them to sit Andrew Luck for at least two weeks because he's never lost against the Titans. Was he two and zero oh against them? <laughs> Um, no, year. I think he is <laughs> nice. <laughs> Ten and zero, or something like that. Like, there's no way. The only two it times that the like that I've, the Titans have beat set. the Colts since Andrew Luck's been there have been, um, Andrew Luck has been out of the game. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think Andrew Luck has ever lost to the Titans. So if they could keep What's him out of the game. The Titans always beat the Jags, but the Jags beat the Colts. And the Colts weird. always beat the Titans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's such a weird... Yeah. 
Yeah. Colts do have the rookie of the year last year. Quentin Nelson should have been Unof- rookie of the year. Unofficial, but yeah. Yeah. Rookie I, of the year in this. Well, and they had defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. 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 So the thing is, rookie of the year always goes to a skill position, whether it should or shouldn't. Ten and no. Yeah. So he is. Who did it go to last year? The offensive rookie of the year? Yeah. Saquon. Just rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. It, it, it should, have been, it should have been Saquon. Yeah. Quentin Nelson. Um, and when Andrew Luck can come in and play and when he can play effectively it's the husky one Alex you guys left me out of the rapport last time fine I thought we had quite a nice rapport nice <laughs> I mean I don't alright I'll take it Someone's spending the night. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I got us a sponsorship. I can enjoy it. So, yeah. So, should we just move? Should we go Texans next and save Titans and Jags for the last two? Yeah. Let's go over our you records know, first, though. You know oh, yeah. About Rock Yassin. That is a fantastic <laughs> name. That is one of my favorite names in the league. I don't know if you it's guys know simple. this, but I like names. Number, number five running back. Also, the first person to... Just do the next $10 Patreon. We'll get a full episode of Brad's name bracket. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It'll be a one-time thing. And then we'll figure out who can listen to it afterwards. Way but you will get the uh, full... Of any potential <laughs> we can either... Whether... I never have to hear about the name bracket again. Why don't we do <laughs> this? do it. If anyone does a $10 thing, they can choose either a bracket... Or I will just do 15 minutes of reading off names. All right. I might bump my subscription. Ted's going to do a secondary <laughs> one. Let you try to read this one. Ottawa Leo Gunlai. Where Aka Cedric? What? Aka Cedric where? Wh- who's, well, I did it backwards. Whose depth chart are you on? That is surname first. Who, just who's depth? Colt. Okay. So Colt. It's easier where? than you trying to turn your whole... Where is he? Position is he? Just so I can find him back. He's is he undrafted? Is he related to Demarcus? Five. They probably undraft because they don't want to have to say his name. Mess it up. <laughs> the, the coach yelled it too many times. He's like, oh, no, Cedric. Cedric. <laughs> That's a good name. Aka Cedric and Charkandrick. West. Both of them in the backfield. <laughs> and then just a super white dude at tight end and Hale Henches. Jack Doyle. That's a super white name too. Dan Smith, BYU. <laughs> I love the second episode where he drops like the rap in the locker room. <laughs> it's so great. Oh. All right, so uh, records for the Colts. What do you guys have? I got uh, eleven and five. I have them at nine and seven. Uh, I got them at twelve and four, just because I'm slightly afraid of the Colts from the couple times they've demolished the Ravens in the playoffs. Uh, Landon's got them at eleven and five. Theodorus. Uh, if luck is healthy, I'd say ten and six. All right. So we'll go with because we don't account injuries into predictions according to the guy who normally sits in that chair. I'm going to. Yeah. Cause that's what I do. He just makes his own rules. He doesn't play by no one's books. Who's your favorite left-handed pitcher that had an infection in his belly button ring? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it. All right. No. So next up is the Texans at eight and a half wins in Vegas, um, and it looks like we are all decent believers in the Texans. I say over. Yeah? Yeah. I think they're going to win the... Closer to I don't. You don't think so? Spoiler alert. Oh, you do not. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I'm a realist, so... You know. Yeah, well, you're a Jags fan. You can't <laughs> <have> really... <laughs> uh, um, we all have the Texans above their Vegas win projection. Which... This, I don't understand why it's only eight and a half. They seem like a better team than that. Um, I think Vegas may not have as much faith in Deshaun Jackson as we all do. Deshaun, I don't have any faith yeah. in Deshaun Jackson for the Texans. Deshaun Watson. For Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I may be a few beers and a couple whiskeys deep. Um, Deshaun Watson. See, I. This is reason 741, Caitlin's glad gambling is illegal in Washington, because I'd be putting money on Deshaun Watson for the MVP, because he's like 25 to 1. Um, Where if this team makes the playoffs, it's probably because of him, MVP. 
Also, um, Deshaun Watson, this isn't the first time he's come off injury to... This wouldn't be the first time he's come off injury to play really well and put the Texans in a very good position. They're down to eight in Vegas. Eight wins. I would take that all day long. Yeah. It's because they watched the the Jags D-line play preseason, so it bumped them down a couple games. And it's it's minus 110. They watched the Bills quarterback dominate. Josh Allen. So if you bet 110 bucks on the Texans to have a winning record, you win another hundred bucks. Like that seems like a pretty good bet. Yeah, I'd do that bet. I yeah. I guess what what I'd are put you? One hundred five on it. <laughs> what are you worried about though? That they could be a below five hundred team. O line. The O line in the run game. And their uh, secondary is not that great right they, now. They got Duke Johnson now, so the they did trade. Good. They so, gave up a lot for Duke Johnson. Well, if but they, they still have Lamar Miller as their starting running back. Yeah. So the, if the Browns didn't Browns him, they had a great running back. They yeah. just never gave him the ball. I was going to say, the, the thing is, Duke Johnson's not bad. And Lamar Miller, over the last few years, has not gotten that many carries. That's true. And they got Tywan Jones. So is that your boy from Eastern? Eastern. Yeah. Um, Super fast. So Lamar Super Miller, even though he's kind of getting up there in age he's not really that far up there in carries he had 210 carries last year which yeah, is about that's, that's still not that's still not a back. ton that's on the light end for yeah. a starting running back it is fairly in line with his career though uh, his last five years are 216 194 268 238 210 268 is more in the i know but that's there. that's yeah. like a middle yeah for him, so it's pretty um, average. Uh, four point six yards per carry, which is his second highest. So I'm I, excluding I still, his rookie year. I still like his ability to produce next year, and especially Duke Johnson has a little bit of the same thing where he's always had the ability, but the Browns have always, for some reason, had someone else they would rather play. I think, um, based on the way the team plays, because they are a throwing team. If you look at their receiving core, it's pretty good. Yeah, he's probably going to be. I don't. I don't know if you've team. heard of this guy named DeAndre Hopkins. Well, <laughs> even their back, Will Fuller V, <laughs> and and Kiki, Kiki, Kiki. <laughs> Teddy. You want to just go ahead and tell everybody? Kiki, Juju. <laughs> such a great team name. Um, if that receiving core is healthy, like that is one of the top receiving cores in all of football oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. They they have good depth. A lot of dangerous talent. They got a number one. It, they got it's a speed a, guy. They got a deep guy. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a lot of like top tier like oh you got to watch out outside of DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Not a lot of top tier look out for this guy but, talent, but but spread I think, out they have a lot of very reliable, very solid players. Put, I'd almost double on his, his coverage. I think I disagree with you on that though cuz last year what was it? Fuller had seven touchdowns through seven games or something and then he got hurt. He and even year, that's though. a guy you yeah. yeah, the but year bef- the bu- the year before that, even when Fuller first started making a name for himself, he he was, you know, be- now he's a guy who here's a guy, <laughs> nice here's um, a guy. No, he he is a guy who now once he gets on people's radar, they will start to throw like a because he was drawing some lesser coverage before. Because well, he, no one had heard of Will Fuller V. He's also crazy fast, so it's yeah. hard to keep up with him. Uh, what do you think his career high for yards in a season is? Seven hundred. Thirteen. Six fifty. Six thirty-five. Well done, Teddy. Way to know your division. <laughs> well, it's because he. Doesn't, I, he doesn't because play you play asked, play I assumed it would season. be weirdly high. He's, he's always on pace to get like a thirteen-hundred yeah. yard season. But then he never actually plays a full yeah. season. That's a problem. Um, and, then, and then also, don't forget, they do have Great a couple guys named show, Jadavion Clowney and J.J. Watt. Who? Um, he's, he's a has-been. Brad, if you want to go into like a name coma, go look at their depth chart. And Whitney Merciless. Oh, yeah. So, Vincent. Like, oh, that's normal. My computer froze, so I couldn't on. pull up their depth chart. I'm trying Vincent. on my phone. V Y N C capital I N T. Yeah, Vincent. 
Is that not how you spell There's Vince? Also a in? guy on their team with the last name V. Oh, oh. Will Fuller V. Oh yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> Julian, J U L I E apostrophe N. What the heck? That's Julie N. Marquise, M A U R Q U I C E. That's a good one too. Well, that's how you spell Marquise. Yeah. Like Marquise, just a good one. Teddy, T E D D Y. We're talking football, or is this a spelling bee? I don't know, but there's just some fantastic <laughs> names on here. There's no rules with names. You can put any letter you want in there. One guy I do want to talk about on their offense is Jordan Thomas, the tight end. Um, he had a couple of huge games last year, and he is an enormous individual. I think he's the one who's like 280 pounds. That's a big boy. That's a big dude. Yeah. That's a defensive lineman. I think the Seahawks want to trade a second-round pick for him to come play like left guard. Because they like putting guys who aren't linemen in alignment. But, uh, yeah. They got Ed, what's his name? Ed Dixon, I remember. That tight end? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Disley and some other guys and some other guys. And, yeah. None <laughs> stay healthy, but they kind of no. I'm trying to see who replaced Honey Badger. Yeah. To like Sean Gibson. Was he there already? No, he was in Jacksonville last year. Oh, okay. Because you Derrick are. Henry stiff-armed oh, yeah, him yeah, yeah, on yeah. December 6th. They also have, you are uh, correct. So. Yeah, just touch on Gibson. He's actually Touché. good safety. I would not have yeah. been able to. I was actually pretty upset when they, got, uh, they dropped him. So I don't <laughs> mind their secondary with um, Jonathan Joseph, Bradley Roby, Tayshawn Gibson, and Justin Reed. I actually really like Tayshawn Gibson. Like, I do. I he's, he's a solid safety. He has injury issues too, though. Yeah, and I think Jacksonville probably didn't want to pay him. Yeah, because I think... They were probably gonna right? have to pay him to keep him, and they're getting ready. They're gonna have to pay Ngakwe. They're gonna have to pay Ramsey. They're probably gonna have to pay Boye, or he's gonna go elsewhere. He is, but he I doubt. Gone. Um, so they have a lot of guys on their roster that they're gonna have to pay, and I think Gibson probably is towards the bottom of that list. But the thing is, the Jags don't really have a good safety right now. Well, they should have kept Sean Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Um, they got really yeah, so he's, he is a very hey, good hey, replacement. We're for... not there yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he's a, so excited. He's a very good replacement for the Honey Badger. Kind of like what we were saying about um, Honey Badger replacing Eric Berry. It's just not the, a big fall off. Just I, like a little bit. I like Tyron Matthew a little more, but Deshaun Gibson is a solid. Well, Tyron's proven himself. And again, Gibson is more of a coverage guy. He's not quite as aggressive. He's a super athletic freak, though. Yeah. Um, You're too busy destroying the Titans in a game of Madden to hear what was going on. (laughs) No, I was listening, but I wasn't here, remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's... No, we mentioned it because we talked about the special guest who was going to be here. Do you nice do pass. you uh, remember what happened when we went to Nashville to go watch the game? No, I, I was really drunk at that game. <laughs> I paid twelve dollars for uh, four ounce beer. <laughs> that sounds, sounds like an NFL right. game. <laughs> yeah, that sounds standard. Yeah. Yes, I remember. <laughs> Derek Henry is pretty good. <laughs> Only so, when he plays only the when he plays only the in chess. December, yeah. only in the month of December. What do you guys think the chances are that JJ Watt comes back and plays this season as like full on JJ Watt? I don't know why that just happened. <laughs> I'm gonna throw out a, a a wild one here, but I think he breaks his sack record. Wow. Okay, I did not think you were gonna say record. Wow. <laughs> What's his sack record? Twenty two and a half. Yeah, he he beat Michael Strahan by a full sack. He was only, what, three down last year? 19 sacks or something? What, last year? I thought he missed a bunch. So the thing about J.J. 16. 16, okay. So he's getting there. He's getting there. About J.J. Watt is he's had had back issues. And one thing about the NFL. core issues in general. But one thing about the NFL is you can come back and be about 100% on almost any any injury except for back injuries. Those if you take will, steroids. Those will plague Sorry. you for um, most, if not all, of your career. Is there a specific back injury? Uh, pretty much anything involving injury? like the spine and discs and things <laughs> like that. Spines are important. I broke my spine. Yeah. So, so my back- I think... Because he's had back injuries and back issues, 
and that's sort of like one of the most important parts of your body when you're playing for the NFL. I don't know if he's coming back to 100%, which he would have to be at to to be in the 20-sack range. He did have 16 sacks last year, and he led the league in forced fumbles. Um, Yeah, that was it. So you're talking about he breaks his own personal? His own personal, not the sack record. Okay, his record is 20.5. So Um, he was half a sack behind? He was two sacks behind Strahan. I thought Strahan was 21 and a half. Was he 22.5? Yep. Um, It's not even... So, J.J. Watt had 20.5 in 2012. The season before that, Jared Allen had 20. Donald had 20. Like it, That's like a defensive end having like 36 sacks. Yeah. Defensive tackles are supposed to just fill gaps and stop the run. Yep. yep. They are not supposed to get to the quarterback. He's, he's amazing. When he yeah. Um, if J.J. Watt yeah, is so, 90%, this team should be in the playoffs. So, yeah. Um, one thing I will say about J.J. Watt, I don't know if anyone technique wise or work ethic wise is even on his level as far as um look how fast he came back from that well i've seen um like specials on just his ability like batting down passes he studies timing to put his hands up in passing lanes like he knows where all the passing lanes are he knows when to put his hand up when to do things like that so batting passes is not just a like for most defensive linemen seems lucky it's just like when you see the quarterback winding up you put your hands up no for him he times it he knows what to do he turns it into an art form like he knows if he's rushing off the left edge this is a hook my left hand's going up this is a slant my right hand's going up yeah Yeah. and he can time it with certain quarterbacks throws and things like that Um, I don't know if anyone can match him as far as work ethic in any department, whether that's acting, because I've heard from his appearances on the league and in like movies and things like that, everyone's like, oh yeah, no, he's the ultimate professional in everything he does. So even though he's been sort of injury prone, I would say if Anyone is able to recover from the sort of injury bug bitten last few years he's had. Um, it would be him. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, what do you guys have the record at? Two Alex. and fourteen. Alex, ten and six. Brad, I have to pull it up. I ten and six. Okay, that's what I thought. That's but what I, I have. I them. wanted to verify. That's what I have them at as well. Landon has them at twelve and four, winning this division. Um, yeah, I'd probably be right in that area. You want to go eleven and five since no one has that? Yeah, I'll take that. All right. Cool. Uh, then we move on to. Do we want to do these separate at the same time? Jaguars and Titans. Do we want to try and be objective about them for a little bit, and then just let you guys argue for a while? There's nothing to argue about. Yeah, there's not a lot to argue about. I mean. There's two games for like sure that the, the Jags thing, are going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Stats don't lie. All right, well, <laughs> Vegas has them both at eight. At least they did when we put this together. I have them wait, both wait, above have, that. They have them tied with the Texans? Uh, they have the no, Texans at eight They and have and the half. Texans at eight oh, and a half. Uh, uh, they now have them, I think they both, ha- or they have them both currently at seven and a half. So they've dropped them both down. Okay. Um. um so... Well, I guess let's let Teddy choose. Do we want to go Titans first or Jags first? Do whatever you guys want. Let's just go Jags, I guess. All um, right. With the Jags. will be first, so, I mean, just makes sense. <laughs> you mentioned their safeties <laughs> earlier that they kind of were struggling out there. Can you, like, last episode Alex brought up because Josh was spouting off names. It's a little tougher when you're talking about safeties who are just there. Do you know who their safeties are right now? That's the thing is I don't even know their names. That's starting safety. It's understandable. Yeah. Um, they've changed. I don't even know who they picked up. Jared Wilson and Ronnie Harrison. Yeah, I'd say that. That's rough. I don't know who those people are. I've never Did heard they of draft them. one of them. Let's see here. I'm pretty sure they drafted a safety. One of them. It's last year. It's a third rounder. Okay. Which one? Rodney. Okay. Uh, Jared Wilson, twenty-five, four years out of Michigan, so he's been in the league for a bit. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, so, I mean, it's, that is rough. But the cornerbacks are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you heard of these guys? Yeah. Uh, Trey Herndon First and DJ Hayden. Bro. Sorry, that's their backups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When DJ Hayden's a backup. Oh, no, it's Kelvin Hayden was the good one. I don't know. Yeah, either way. Uh, they have this guy named Jalen Ramsey, who is the best corner in the league. He's the best player on the I'm not even sure it's arguable. I'll argue it. But he's the best corner in the league? Just for fun. What, are you going to go march on Lattimore? <laughs> what happened to him? In that one game? <laughs> what? I don't think it was going to um, Who's the one that got dig? But Diggs ran the. It no, was not Lattimore. No one. Okay. <laughs> Never happened. Oh, also, That's do you know really who fun. the Jaguars' backup free safety is? Um, Cody Davis? No, CJ Daryl's little brother, CJ Revis. Definitely spelt different. <laughs> uh, I was like, what are you talking about? But you were talking about their D line earlier. Oh, That's nasty. They're it's beautiful. Front seven in general is best front seven in the league. Uh, it would be the best front seven in the league if they didn't have their one guy who's like, eh, I'm just not going to play this year. Even without him, they might be the Smith? best. Uh, yes. Even without Telvin Smith, well, they might be the best front player. seven in the league. Front seven. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. That's so because he's front seven involves defensive yeah, okay, linemen yeah, and yeah, linebackers. Yeah. Because he's not even that old, is he? He's he's in his 20s. 28? So. Yeah. Yeah, he's on... And he just wanted to take a year off from football? Well, he's, he's got family issues, supposedly. But I'm he has family issues, that. and something tells me he's still not fully healed from his injuries last year. Yeah. One Maybe thing that it does might help with family issues is making like $12 million playing in the NFL for yeah. four months and then being able to take care of your family with all that money over the next eight yeah. months. He was um, one of the highest paid linebackers. So is he still technically in the NFL? He's, he, is this one of those things where, like, baseball players retire did. for a year so they can use steroids to recoup? And well, then, Josh Gordon uh, retired, and now he's back. So. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't retire. No. He, he was put on the exempt I thought he retired, though, after he got in trouble. So he said, I'm retired. Basically so. claimed he wasn't going to come back. Yeah. And then, yeah. I'm done. Let's see. How much is Smith making? I think at the time... Not as much as he should be. Not much at all. Yeah. Maybe that's why he retired. He's making 2.8 this year and 5.6 next year. He might just be taking a year off so he can show them what he's worth. That's for him. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh. Now they can pay Miles Jack. (laughs) (laughs) So Yannick Ngakwe, Marcel Darius, Calais Campbell, Miles Jack. So pretty good group to have and then your yeah. backups josh and allen again yeah. <laughs> those are all smooth and a wine smooth yeah. smooth smooth yeah. so i mean as far as the jags go good thing they drafted josh allen yeah. because because they still end up getting their original first because of through. all of the people they're gonna have to pay over the next couple of years they're not going to be able to pay all no. of them so to have a guy on a rookie contract thinking gakway goes free agent yeah, because he's yeah. gonna want twenty three well, million. For the record, the only reason contracts. the only reason he showed up to training camp was because he if he didn't show up on the day that he did, it would not have counted for his veteran years. So coming up next season, he would have been a restricted free agent versus an unrestricted free agent, yeah. which is a big deal. <clears throat> Who because, he's playing for himself? Yeah, so he's. He showed up, and he's going to ball out this season so that he can earn a contract from someone else. I don't think he stays in Jacksonville, no. but he's going to definitely prove it to whoever's going to sign him, Tennessee. Um, that seems to be where all the, all the Jags the good are Jags going. Go. <laughs> the leftovers. So back when we did our mock draft, we had you on there to make the Jaguars pick in the first round. Yep, Taylor. You picked Jawan Taylor. Yep. You want to let everybody know who the Jags took in the second round? Jawan Taylor. He fell all the way to 39? Yeah. yeah you well, know what's funny? Up. They traded up to get him in the second. I was, hanging, I was hanging out with Teddy yep. on the day of the draft, and both our teams 
took the guys that we both said they should take in the first round. Second. They got them in the second round. That's great. Taylor and AJ Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, fantastic. Oh, yeah. not only you two, but uh, the guy who's on last episode. Josh. They got their quarterback, who many people thought oh. they were going to take in the first round, Drew in the Locke? second round. They got Drew Locke in the second. Yes. And um, they got the second best tight end in the draft. Noah Fant. Yeah. yeah. Arguably the first, depending on how much you like their skill sets. Not nah, Hawkinson's way better. Is he one who played with Hawkinson? Yeah. Okay. Isn't Noah Fant bigger than Hawkinson, though? I don't know. I like Fant more. So he's faster. Uh, Noah Fant is 6'4", 248.99 pounds. Thanks, Bang. That's super helpful. I like that they really didn't want him to be 249 pounds. Uh, What's Hawkinson's for Drew, right? Um, Because I I thought Noah Fant was bigger, but I'm hearing that he's faster. TJ Hawkinson. That's crazy. Because I just said Drew Locke. Yeah, and New- both those guys are on the same college team. That's crazy. They're basically receivers. Yeah. Uh, Hawkinson is bigger. He's 6'5", 251. Oh, I did not know he was that big. Yeah, boy. Um, so I guess depending on the system, if you're going to do like a Marquise Colston um, tight end type thing where he's a receiver. but Colston was never a tight end. No. <laughs> He was listed as a tight end. He never played as a tight he end. He was never a tight end. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so both the Titans and the Jags in the first round took a better player. Which and is then, the smart way to draft. And then mm-hmm. got, the fantastic draft. got the guy yeah. they should have taken in the first round in the second round. Beautiful. Um, the only difference is that the Jags first rounder will probably get some playing time this year. And the Titans' first rounder is very get, unlikely to. And he'll get defensive rookie of the year. <laughs> Just saying. As long as Ngakwe um, doesn't play. <laughs> but yeah, the Jags have a very formidable yeah. front seven. That's uh, the one big thing they have going for them. Fant is. And Nick Foles. Faster than Hawkinson. Uh, 4.7 compared to 4.5. He just looks like he's the better athlete. But I think Hawkinson is. A real, like, actual tight end who will block yep. and can oh, move okay. around. So he's a more complete yeah. tight end versus a receiving tight end. Yeah. So you're looking at. I think he's a starting tight end, too. Like, he's yeah. going to be yeah. playing a lot this, next, this season. I guess it's comparing, like, uh, Tony Gonzalez versus Jimmy Graham. One guy does everything, one guy's a good receiver who plays tight end. Yeah. Which, I guess it's why it works so well they're on the same team. Oh, in college, yeah. yeah. How they Iowa just, able to be drafted so yeah. early. <laughs> Iowa churns out tight ends, though. They've always yeah. been good at that. Huh. Basically, tight ends and linemen. Like, that's yeah. Iowa's cream of the crop. It's like a pun. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I use that guys. definitely wrong, for sure. But <laughs> crop of the cream. Bread and butter. That's there what I go. meant. That's Iowa's bread and butter. <laughs> so, it looks like... Brad is the only one who is high on the Jaguars here. I I like the Jaguars' defense. I think uh, the offense is going to be good enough to keep them in the game to like at least manage. And I don't know if you guys well, know I think this. Nick Foles, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you guys know this, but for some reason, I always lean towards Nick Foles. You definitely now, do. Nick Foles hates me because oh, every time I say he's going to be good. He sucks, and then once I'm ready to stop believing in him, he throws for 450 yards and six touchdowns. That was a few years ago, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I exaggerated the numbers, but he puts up a good game once close. I'm ready to stop believing in Super him. Super Bowl MVP. But he's just a placeholder right now anyway. <laughs> yeah. So you easily have this, Brad, as the like best Mitch division Mitch. in football. I like him. I do you believe that or did it just end up that way? Um, so it sort of just ended up that way, but I think I don't know if best is technically how I would put it. I would say most competitive. Uh, there's a lot of tough defenses. Yeah, Titans have a great. This, if you look at all four defenses, yeah. Um, Colts are on There's, the bottom of the So list. the offenses are a little, can be up and down. Like, 
I could see three of the four offenses possibly being, you know, bottom of the barrel offenses, depending on how things play out. But I think all four defenses in the league or in the division is why they'll stay alive. Are excellent defenses, and I think it's sort of like, like everyone says about the SEC in the in college is they beat up on each other. Yeah. Um. There is also, you know, like we always say about division games, teams sort of rise to the occasion. Like a bad team, if the best team in the NFL and the worst team in the NFL are in the same division. They can still play close games. Well, like Patriots. In so the, the AFC yes. East. Yes, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's great. And I know you're going there, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think it's all defenses. It kind of depends on how the offenses pan out. I think Nick Foles will be better than people expect, I think, but I think his so lows are. The Jags right now, the yeah. offense. Like, you just have. I, I have no idea. Yeah, like I think Nick Foles' highs are high enough that you could see them doing really think, well, but his lows are also low enough that they well, to, could. If you go back to 2017, let's say the defense is as good, as comparable. Yeah, Foles will do a much better job at game management because Bortles kind of. Wait, crumbled. what you're saying? Bortles isn't a good quarterback. <laughs> well, I mean, they should have beat the Patriots. I mean, if you Pinky really Bengals? watch that game, but I mean. Miles Jack wasn't down, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and they barely beat the Cardinals. Yeah, that's yeah, well, that's happened. <laughs> um, well, it's but, like Garoppolo going five games stretch winning, and then look at him now. Yeah, five wins in a row, five interceptions in a row in practice. <laughs> yeah, and but one, uh, one in preseason. But so, yeah, so I think this is a very defense-heavy division. Yeah, so I think it is. Probably it's the probably the most competitive uh, division. In football. The NFC North is pretty defense-heavy. Uh, the Vikings and Chicago. Yeah, but if you look at the other two. That's true, Detroit's. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're not three, like, three teams with you. Top to bottom. Yeah, Yeah. I, okay, I agree. Yeah. So I would say I would say top to bottom, it's a very defense-heavy uh, division. And once Tannehill gets in there and starts shredding up defenses... Woo! I'm amazed it took ball. us this long to get there. He doesn't have Kenny Stills anymore, though. Have you seen Tannehill's mechanics? So you easily have them, this division, with the most wins in football. 39 compared to last episode's I think I 35. Have, I think I have two 9-7 and seven teams, yep. a 10-6, and six, and yep. an 11-5. and five. Might Correct. Might a little bit of bias on the division. But I agree with Brad, 100%. And this was just me going through picking games. So yeah. there is, matchup-wise... They don't have a super difficult, um, super difficult schedule. The Jags have a this is why four games, I think, this is why I wish Landon was here because his argument to me was that the Titans had a very difficult schedule and I did not see it. Who do they have? That's difficult. I don't know. He listed like three teams that were good and six teams that were okay, and it's like okay, so they should go like six and three in those games, and then all the other teams they play are garbage, so they should go. Even if they split the rest of their games, uh, six and six no. and three—that's nine games. So if they split five the and seven, four, that's eleven and five. Yeah, no, that's terrible math. Um, six and three, and five six. and two. There we go. Six and three, five and two, eleven and five. Yeah. So I don't know what line. So that's thinking. that's the thing is looks pretty butter, except for yeah. a couple games. So the divisions, like the divisions <laughs> that the AFC yeah, South drew are not overly difficult. They do have a few tough games, but... I think the Jags beat Kansas City on the first game? No. No, neither. <laughs> Are they getting nine and a half points? I think... Then probably still no. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't think Tennessee's game, yeah. schedule or the AFC South schedule in general is overly difficult. Um... Yeah, I, I think I think they have strong defenses, which is enough to keep all the teams in it, which means it will depend on offensive production, which, as we've seen from all four teams in the AFC South over the last couple of years, can be up and down. Andrew looks pretty consistent. When he's <laughs> <up and down. laughs> 
Yeah, but his health is not very that's consistent. That's the problem. Um, so the thing is, I know it's preseason, and I've been joking about this for the last few years or for the last few months, but I am going to double down on my Ryan Tannehill playing more games than Marcus Mariota because one, Marcus Mariota will hurt himself. Two, even though it's preseason, I'm watching mechanics and he is putting the ball in the pocket of every receiver he's throwing it to. Ryan, like... The Sean Kaiser did that. I I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if you are... If you're saying that he's playing against, you know, the second team or whatever. It doesn't matter who you're playing against if you're putting it on the spot. Ryan Tannehill's putting the ball on the money on almost every throw I've seen this entire You'll remember this from a couple years ago when we talked about quarterbacks in Miami and that I liked Tannehill. I still like Tannehill. I like him more. I think he's good, but I I think Mariota's better. I know. No. I no. I know. No. I know. No. I agree. Not with the no guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Have you seen Mariota throw a ball more than 10 yards that was even okay? Yeah, and then it bounced off a guy and he caught it and he ran into the end zone for a touchdown and they won a playoff game. Yeah. So, so should they uh, should they just bet on that every pass? Better than betting on Tannehill. Really? Just betting on balls bouncing around to someone who does happens it, does to catch them? Does have a health problem? Like, he had a problem staying healthy as well? Yes. The last couple of years. He's actually played, I think, 80% of the game. We we actually broke it down, and it wasn't as bad as it seems no. like it is. Every time Tannehill gets brought up, you think he's missed a bunch of games. He missed, like, one season, and that was it. Yeah, he missed yeah. a full season because he hurt himself in the Some preseason. Well, he blew but, his knee. But it was, I think he played, like, <clears throat> what is it, like, 87 play. of 110 games or something? It's, like, 16-16-0, or something. Yeah, so it's... Oh, it's a lot he, better. He's one of the guys who seems like he's missed a bunch of games, so but he hasn't he's missed He's played more games than Mariota. So here we Probably. go. Probably. 16, 16, 16, 16, 13. Blew out his knee after those 13 games. Missed yes. the whole next year. Last year, 11. And then he got hurt yeah, I remember last year again. Year. So he's missed... F- 20 games? No, he's missed... No, 28 games. What was the... Pre- 26 because of the full from, season. What was yeah. the injury from last year? Sprained M... No, shoulder. Okay. Yeah, so he's, he's missed 26 games in six years? Five years? Uh, He's played 88 out of 114 games. Yeah. So more than you would think he's... Yeah. But he played He played 64... Or no, he played yeah. 75... 77 straight yeah. games. But I promise, if you watch... If you look at his mechanics and where he... And his ball placement versus Mariota's... He beats him in that respect. Not bad for a receiver from Texas A&M. Yeah, a guy who was a receiver seven years ago. Like he he hasn't been playing quarterback for that long. He started. I think he did play quarterback his last year at at Texas A&M. Was it his last year? Or his last two years. Let's check. I thought it was just his last year, and then he's played five years in the he, NFL. Do you think he fits well year. into the Titans' offensive scheme? Aren't they kind of like run first team? Um, so I think if you're a run first team, almost any quarterback fits in. Yeah, sometimes like um, quarterback but rushing. The the Titans historically, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but oh, teams no. tend to have identity identities. <clears throat> they I've tend, heard it, I've heard it. yeah, they tend to lean towards mobile quarterbacks and scrambling quarterbacks, and not that Ryan Tannehill isn't mobile, but it's Marcus horrible. Mariota is more of that type yeah. i think they fell in love with um steve mcnair kind of being able well, to do Vince everything Young, for him jake locker was pretty mobile well that was them trying to chase steve mcnair yeah. it was his last two years at texas a&m oh, he was, was a quarterback it? yeah so it says it's seven no, years uh, that he's been playing quarterback this will be his 10th year in a row okay 
Um, it says wide receiver his junior year, but he was he threw for sixteen hundred yards and had only eleven catches, so he was a quarterback that year. Yeah. Um, so since twenty ten, he has been a quarterback. So this will be his tenth season yeah. so, as a quarterback. I do like Tannehill more. Um, as far as being able to run the offense and just from what I've seen, being able to get the ball to the receivers, I think... Doing better under pressure. I think the coaches and the owners and everyone do kind of, like, they're leaning towards Mariota and they're trying to get any reason they can to be all in on him, and this is the last year. You guys have one of the best O lines in the NFL. So yes. not for the first four games. You put a good quarterback behind there. Um, Let's see what so, so I think I'll have to go find one first. That's probably <laughs> yeah. Bortles might be available. <laughs> I was so hoping they picked him up. Uh, they no one would pick him up. The Rams did. There's middle school teams that wouldn't pick him up. The Rams picked him up. I like I said. I think Landon, Landon wants him for his flag football league. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I actually like, as far as just being able to run an offense and win a game, I like Tannehill. I think they will try everything they can to force Mariota into playing and find an excuse to make Mariota their guy. I just don't think it's going to happen. Hopefully they figure that out this year and they don't sign him. Yeah, I I don't think it's going to happen because Mariota is scared to throw the ball more than 10 yards down downfield so you're thinking a lot of derrick henry play this year if Tannehill's under um nothing no. like 3.3 yards per carry actually <laughs> like we were talking about earlier they played a lot more Deion lewis last year than they should have because Deion lewis is better at catching the that's ball so out of the backfield henry if Tannehill's playing. yes yeah that's what i meant yeah. but so i i still think Tannehill plays more than Mariota, but I don't know if it's the so coach's you, choice or if Mariota gets hurt. Do so you think Tannehill gives Davis a much bigger upside for actually being a good wide receiver? Davis needs to learn how to not drop the ball yeah. first. Brad, how do you spell Derrick Henry? D-E-R-R-I-C-K yeah. space H-E-N-R-Y. <laughs> That's what I typed in and nothing popped up. That's right. D e r r i c k. Yeah. H e n r y. Yes. There's a space in there. It's because I was. It's not Derrick Henry. No. <laughs> it's because I forgot I had clicked on the college football one. Yeah. No. He's not playing college football anymore. You sure? He was a Heisman Trophy winner though. Yeah. Yeah. He did all. He was on pace to break the record against Jacksonville last year. I was so confused. I was like, I, I know this. Derrick Henry. It was like, because why I was is it on the sideline. Two there. people. I was standing next to him. <laughs> we were standing next to people from Port Angeles. Yeah, that was pretty nuts. Yeah, I was losing my mind and no one seemed to appreciate it. I was watching the game that I paid for. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't watching a football game. You were watching a drubbing. At that point, the Jags were <laughs> out of the playoffs, so they, I don't think they were really playing. That's my excuse. And Jalen Ramsey confirmed that. Brad, do you but want that to, is what uh, a loser would say. take a guess on how many yards per carry Derrick Henry had through the first 12 games of the season last year? 2.6. 3.7. So much better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and yeah, then, that's actually a lot better than I thought. Yeah. And then after that, it was carries. like 9.1 through the month of December. That'd be an interesting stat to look up. What? Through the month of December. Those last well, Derek, uh, 6.72. Derrick Henry had yeah. like 900, just shy of 900 yards in the month of December. Not even close. No, he Are you sure? Th- it was 800 and something? Not even close. Maybe two. 585. Was it, maybe he finished with 800 and or something. 625 through five thousand. games he in December. Over a thousand. He was 97 attempts for 625 so may, yards. Maybe he finished with... I feel like there was an 800, like mid-800s number Receiving attached yards. to him. He was in the month of December in five games. He was no, 97 I'm, I'm for 625. I remember an 800 and something yard number attached to him. So maybe that was the whole season 
and then he had 600 and something. Oh, but he had 1,000 plus. He had 1,059 yards on the season. Because he had 200 and something against Jacksonville, and then he had another. He had 170 the next game. Yep. And then the game against the Cowboys. They didn't play Dallas. And then they didn't play Dallas last year. They played, Is that what you're they saying? They played Dallas in week eight, and he went six for 27. Was that week eight? Brad, I'm looking at Brad, the game log right now. Brad, look at me. We are you're a liar. <laughs> I don't trust you. Your magic box. Tennessee at Dallas, week eight. They win 28 to 14. He goes six for 27. I remember when they beat Dallas. Two catches for five yards. That sounds pretty accurate. That sounds like Derrick Henry through the first 12 weeks of the season. Yeah. But he actually scored a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Saved your fantasy week. Except nobody had him on the plane. Was actually Everyone's like, oh, I didn't pick up Derrick Henry this week because there were 14 running backs better than him. Yep. <laughs> and then this year. It's going like third round now? Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, fantastic. It? Let somebody else pick him up. Yes. I got better already. So, what do you guys have the records at for this t- these teams, Jaguars and Titans? Alex, let's go with you since we've been fairly quiet for the last 745 minutes while they argue. <laughs> uh, which one first? Uh, who do you think is better out of the two teams? Uh, I got the Titans at 9 and 7. Okay. And? And Jaguars at 6 and 10. Ooh. I like it. Yeah, that's one game better than last year. I have the same amount of wins at fifteen, but I have the Titans at eleven and five and the Jaguars at four and twelve. Because I do not believe in Nick Foles. I do not either. Next year when Garner Mitchu is the quarterback. Oh goodness. And Kenny Young lights him up. <laughs> yeah, that was a nasty hit. Um I there's things about the Jaguars I like. But I don't believe in Nick Foles, and I don't think there's enough weapons on offense. That's the biggest problem is the receiving core, and there's no tight ends. Yeah, because I remember when the draft happened, you had mentioned, well, maybe Hawkinson is the pick here so you can have someone else on offense. It would have been cool if they got him and then still got Taylor in the second. Yeah. But... I don't think you're mad about Allen. No, I am I think it adds depth to an already good position. Yeah. But it's down the line it's going to pay dividends. I don't think it – Right now, if we wanted to win, it wasn't the best choice. Because yeah. we already have Ngakwe and Clay's Campbell yeah. on the edge. It's like, Well, if it makes both of you feel better, Landon hates both of you. Uh, Jaguars 5-11, and 11, Titans 4-12. and 12, And there is, a, <laughs> there is a bet on the Titans between Brad and Landon. Um, let's see. 4-11, and 11, right? 4-12, and 11-5. Those are the two records. Yep. So we'll go seven and a half for the number. Definitely over. Yeah. A thousand percent over. Um, dinner bet? Yeah. Dinner bet? All right. Yeah. D- dinner bet. A lot of bets. Yep. I that is can't there. say a lot of things that I'm willing to bet. Uh, I know. And if you do the new $5 tier on Patreon, you can hear an uncensored, or, yeah, uncensored division battle between your favorite analysts. People anal cysts. Alex is actually a therapist and an analyst, so combine those together and see what happens. Don't say it. Nobody say it. Just think about it or go watch Arrested Development. Um, Brad, you're the one who is left. Okay, I'll tell you afterwards. Brad, you're the one who is left. What do you have the Jaguars at? Um, Do you want me to just say it? Yeah, I haven't pulled up. You have the Jaguars at 9 and 7. We have the Titans at eleven and five and winning the division. Guess what two games separate those two? Um, the ones against the Colts. The <laughs> so you got no losing teams in that division. Nope, he does not. I would say Theodorus. Bulka. Titans Bulka. go five hundred, so eight and eight. Okay. And the Jags go seven and nine. Wow, I like it. Yeah. Just the honesty. That's yeah. what I like about it. Yeah. Right. Any last words on this division? Go Titans. Tighten up. I had to hear that a lot when we were in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Anything else, Teddy? I'm good, man. Tighten up. You do you want to say uh, the the Jacksonville nickname at least once on this episode? Saxonville. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you sounded super confident. It's like saying the Legion of Gloom. I like that one. <laughs> All right, we'll make sure to head to Facebook, Twitter, and Patreon. Late night shots. Uh, go to the House of Hoodies to get fifteen percent off when you type in promo code shots, um, and head to anchor which we keep listing on facebook and twitter which has the podcast and all the different places you can check it out so late night shots teddy and the jags teddy 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 and the jags teddy and the jags